Jake Skellen, thank you so much for staying up late to talk to me today. I've had to get up very early. It's not that early, but it's early for me. But thank you. Um, Jake, you are 23. Um, you normally live in Australia, or you have been living in Australia, but you're in New Zealand to take a break, really, aren't you, at the moment? But tell us, tell us how you, what you do, how you got there, um, and yeah, what you're doing in New Zealand. Okay, okay. Um, I'm a musician, as I write songs. Um, I've been, been doing it for the last sort of six, seven years. Um, I've always grown up playing, playing the guitar and instruments. Um, a little bit of that was to do with uh, my, my grandfather's influence. He was a musician and I felt um, a little, yeah, inspired uh, by him. Um, I uh, moved, to, uh, moved to Melbourne met some great musician friends, um, started to, to get proper work, um, and then just uh, had, to, had to make the, the move back to New Zealand from, because of COVID mostly, um, which is a, a real shame, but also kind of a blessing as well, because uh, during that time, I was, uh, had to make the, the call of like, do I just do nothing or do I um, try and be as productive as I can with, with, with this time? Um, so I decided to make an album um, and yeah, it's, it's going right so far. So. so tell us a bit more about um, when COVID hit, what you were up to and what prospects you had um, lined up. Yeah, so um, I'd... I'd uh, Started playing uh, guitar for a, for a, uh, a great singer and songwriter called Glenn Wee. Um, we were um, we were lucky enough to go and play at the, the Singapore Formula One and sort of do some some pretty big shows. Um, for my own stuff, I was like I just managed to get a booking agent and was um, it was all all starting to happen. You know, like the the wheels started turning. Um, yeah, then obviously um, that all just dried up completely when, uh, when COVID. And the, the yeah. album that you've made, did you make that while you were in Australia? Have you made that while you've been in New Zealand? So, yeah, but I, I recorded it all over here in New Zealand, which is um, okay. yeah, a great studio. Is that, um, and has, presumably that's cost you quite a bit of money to get that done. It did. I am, yeah, it's, that's all, all the savings gone now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but, um, and I've had to listen to your music and I think it's really beautiful. You've got an incredible voice and I just love the kind of the, the storytelling aspect of it, which really, um, I think that your granddad, if, if I'm allowed to say your granddad was Peter Skellen, who is a very, very famous musician here in, in the UK. <clears throat> I'm sure he had big followings elsewhere, but obviously I know of him and I saw him perform um, when I was at school, he came to perform at Claremont Fancourt School, where I went to school, and I remember just being completely mesmerised by the storytelling and the characters that he was able to portray through his music. It was really inspiring. So tell us, give us a bit of an idea about the timeline we're talking about. In Melbourne, it's been on and off lockdown for about... I think seven, seven or so months. So 
it, when, it, when it started to, uh, the news first broke, there was a sort of, I think we went quite a similar approach to the UK, it was sort of an incremental uh, lockdown. Um, obviously like the bars and music venues were the, the first to be shut. The school, did the schools close, Jake? The school stayed open for, uh, um, it was, it was a, a quite a, a hot topic of debate actually. The, okay. They um, stayed open for, even after everything else had been shut down, uh, they were still encouraging people to go to school. And then that's how quite a lot of the uh, uh, clusters broke out. Um, what they did was a state by state uh, shutdown. So um, the, I think all the borders are still closed in Australia. Um, but yeah, obviously like where I lived, Melbourne um, was uh, the worst affected for a long time. Um, so when our, Dan Andrews, our premier decided uh, that in order to get control of this, because we were going up, the, it was suddenly, you know, as it happens 20, 40, then hundreds a day. Um, he did a, did a full shot shutdown and it's been like that for, yeah, until like a, a couple of weeks ago. And it's even then it's still, um, it's, there's no cases anymore, but it's, it's still a very, uh, like obviously the, the whole arts community is gonna really struggle to, to rebuild from this. I, I had a friend who was, um, he's a, a full-time busker um, there's a, a really big busking scene in, in um, Melbourne specifically, and uh, he's he was just allowed out for the first time in in yeah half a year, so uh, about yesterday I think. So, so he's he's out on the streets busking for his life basically. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. Give us a bit of an idea of the support for the arts in Australia. Here we have Arts Council. We have a very big, strong arts community um, and unions for the musicians and for actors. Um, what what's it like in Australia in terms of the arts scene, and has the has the government been supportive? Yes and no. I guess is the, the best way I can answer it. Is um, I don't think uh, I can't speak for every state just because it's so different. But in Victoria, um. Towards the end, there was an emphasis because it does uh, rely on its, especially music scene as, as a huge sort of cultural identity almost. There's been a, a really good attempt from the government to invest in certain music venues that wouldn't be able to, that wouldn't have been able to financially stay afloat for this time. So in terms of being able to claim any kind of emergency support throughout the epidemic, throughout the time, seven months or whatever it's been, have you received anything? Um, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's been tricky because I am not uh, an Australian citizen. Um, so that's where like, it gets a bit murky. Um, so you're a, new, you're a citizen of New Zealand? Yes, um, I'm allowed to live in Australia, but... Uh, that's it. So, so yeah, did just, you get anything from the New Zealand government? Um, no, because I wasn't living in New Zealand at the time, you know, so in some senses that's why I felt I had to come home because at least I know I would be 
if need be, supported you at, at 23 to be uh, suddenly fully dependent on your family again was a, a big uh, shock. And uh, yeah, I, I needed that. Yeah, I had to, had to fall back on that. Do you think, because our government has, in, not in exact words, but they basically <laughs> said that um, sort of job in the arts or um, a career in the arts isn't really a valid profession. In, yeah, it's non-essential. Yeah, have you, have, has there been that sort of feeling? Yeah, of, of course. I think um, people are so indirectly engaged with the arts, you know, with, without even knowing it. And it's, it, it's, for whatever reason, it's always the first thing to be considered as we don't need that. We can get, and um, to some extent, I, I, I understand, you know, but at the same time, it's like, People, you know, tend to not know what they're missing until it's too late, you know. Um, Do you feel like there's an inconsistency in uh, the way that people in the music community get paid? Even, even before COVID, for some reason, people seem to think that if you're a, an artist or an emerging artist, they, they'll, they can, instead of actually paying you they they say oh you can do it for exposure and this will this will help you you know it's like it's 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 this weird thing. it doesn't happen in any other kind of so you don't get like a um yeah a mechanic you go like oh, it'll really help your business if you <laughs> fix my ferrari or i don't know <laughs> um, yeah i think it's quite interesting a lot of the people i've spoken to we've talked about that you know the difficulty of getting the balance right in terms of saying, do you know what? No, I'm not going to work for that. But at the same time, you're desperate to work. There are more artists and musicians than ever before. So yeah, when something's that competitive, there's always going to be someone that's willing to do it for less, you know? I think you're absolutely right. That's the problem, isn't it? Is that if we, if we knew that there wasn't some, uh, someone behind our back who'd go, yeah, I'll, I'll do it for 20p, you know? Yeah we'd be in a much better position wouldn't we that's the problem sure. is um from what age did you know that you wanted to be a musician oh i think i like i, I was got really into my air guitar when i was about seven <laughs> you know <laughs> and uh i think yeah i always i've since since i was started playing my instrument i knew that this is what i want to do um, the, the songwriting bit came came later. In some ways, being the, being the, the eldest child, I feel a little bit guilty that I've, I've like taken all the music spotlight from uh, you know like um, picking up the guitar so early. It's always been like, oh, Jake's the musician, you know. And my my brother and sister are both actually quite quite talented musicians. They've they've got the ears for it. They just uh, I feel like there's there's not been that space for them to kind of to fill. It's uh, me being too selfish, maybe. <laughs> but uh, Jake, yeah. that's terrible. Don't think that. <laughs> no, not deliberately. You know. I think it's important if you're given a talent that you absolutely give it its all and go for it. So I don't think you should feel guilty about that. Well, yeah, yes, of course, you're right. Another thing that the government that we're all kind of like laughing at but slightly kind of shocked and horrified at the same time is that um the government is sort of saying it 
as as artists if you if you want to retrain it's a good time mm. to retrain now if you want to we'll help you find a, a you know a different yeah. career a proper job yeah yes exactly how do you feel about that jake um i think it, yeah it touches back on that point of people don't know what they've got till it's gone as as, as a society i believe that we we need the arts you know we, that, that's what makes us like human you know without arts we're nothing over the last seven months or whatever it is have you had the thought that maybe you need to give up you need to retrain and get a proper job yeah um yeah it's it's crept crept in there a few times um but ultimately it's uh i do come back to that uh i believe in what i'm doing and it it, it it drives me and it, it is a proper job, you know, <laughs> that's, uh, that's the thing you have to keep reminding yourself, um, I guess. Good. Um, and so have you had to do other ridiculous jobs while you've been a jobbing musician? Yeah, I'm, I'm currently working in a bar part time at the moment to, to tie things over. And if you were to retrain and do something else, what, would that, what do you think you'd do, Jake? Think, oh, gosh. Uh, couldn't tell you. So definitely not in an office. Maybe I'd go, go work on a farm or something, on an orchard. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd do. Pick nice. apples or something. Yeah. <laughs> if you knew nine months ago what you know now, would you have done anything differently? Uh, yes, I think I would have, uh, I would have moved uh, back to New Zealand earlier and I, I would have uh, yeah, thrown, thrown my music out there more, I guess. I think that's, that's when you feel like you've got all the time in the world, you know, it's like, it's unlikely, but something like this can happen and suddenly it's it's a year of your life. Have you been writing since you've been sort of in lockdown or uh, you know? Yeah yeah it's um yeah I think there was there was a definite uh, phase initially where it's you're just like you said before what's the point can't really find any motivation to do anything uh, let alone be creative um, and and try and write something then you sort of start to sort of dig yourself out of that. And um, yeah, I've actually managed to start, start writing again and, and enjoying writing again. Especially with, with, with music as well as when you're songwriting, you, you get your inspiration from things you're doing and people you're meeting and, you know, like there's only so much your bedroom can, you know, inspire you. So you got to a certain point with your career and things were going really well. Do you feel now that you've gone backwards or do you feel like you're starting from that same point when everything opens up again? It, it feels a little bit like one step forward, two steps back. Yeah, when it, when it does open up again, you have to throw yourself into it. The, the whole industry surrounding music is, is essentially non-existent. So it'll take a lot of time before things are even remotely normal. It's just where, how much I can personally do within those constraints and boundaries. 
will you still have your tour booker or have you lost that kind of that's, that's all gone that's all gone um, oh my god it's all right it's happening to everyone yeah um, do you think so. a lot of um do you think a lot of artists musicians uh in australia and new zealand will have changed careers or given up and done something else by the end of this a lot of people a lot of uh, artists, musicians are on the on the sort of on the fence of, of of whether they believe they can do it anyway, you know. And then so I feel that this will be sort of the the final nail in the coffin for a lot of people. What's made you the saddest about this situation? It was it was such a, a big deal. I have, like have struggled with confidence musically in the past, um, and it was such a big deal for me to. Uh, I actually start, I stopped playing music for quite a while and then I, I got back on the horse, started playing again, started getting shows um, and that sort of that belief starts to creep back and then when that all, all disappeared overnight it was definitely kind of a, you feel like your heart's getting ripped out of it, you just, um, yeah, you lose, lose a lot of faith. When you play your music, Jake, how does it make you feel? I think I, I tend to write about like not the you know most joyous of subjects. It's it's, it's like classic heartbreak stuff. Um, so it, it brings back a, a certain amounts of pain every time I, I I sing the songs. But at the same time, it's it's definitely some kind of therapeutic release. You know, I am definitely at my most comfortable when I'm singing and playing the guitar. And how do you feel about playing in front of people? Does it, do you get nervous? Um, I think, yeah, I definitely get nervous. I, I cannot tell you how much I miss it. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I'm chomping at the bit to be able to get out there and do it again. What's, what's your plan? Oh, um, the, 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 in some ways the plan is to have no plan. I want to get on the streets and do a bit of try, try busking. Do you feel that busking for you is a little bit beneath you or does that not bother you at all? Growing up a lot, like, I definitely had that viewpoint. But um, then uh, last year I was lucky enough to go on a sort of like a busking tour uh, kind of thing with a group of friends who are all very serious buskers. It just totally changed my whole perspective of it. People tend to respond really well. Um, and it's a lot of fun. It's sort of like you're getting that instant feedback all the time. Um, you know what's working, what's not working. Um, yeah, and it's 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 scary as well. Like it's it's a good way to to challenge yourself for sure. Tell us a bit about um, what your music is like, Jake, and tell us where we can hear it. <laughs> it's um it's uh, acoustic folk. Woe is me, <laughs> kind of music. So we yeah. go to Spotify yeah. or something Spotify, like that? Spotify, Apple Music, um, yeah, iHeartRadio. I hadn't thought about this at all, and it's really mm. fine if you don't want to. Yeah. Do you want to, have you got a guitar handy? <laughs> yeah, I'll play a song. That's go cool. on, that'd be amazing. Uh, do you need to tune up or warm up? Do you need to do some vocal? <laughs> I'll be good, I'll be good, we'll just jump into it and hope for the best. Okay, what's the, what's the song called? I'll play, I'll play a song, uh, it's the, the 
the first track on the EP. It's uh, called Simple to Say. Um, yeah, I'll give it a go. <laughs> to listen to your music isn't it why how does it help if people are listening there's just so much music out there it's um it's it's so easy just to to just slip slip under the radar it's just a a, a thing that people can go oh yeah I, I i get that and that might feel find some solace in it or or not it's about kind of it's about connecting isn't it in some way and you know it's it goes back to the same thing it's you know art in whatever form is about telling stories isn't it yes 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 yeah it's how we know we're not on our own you know um, so yeah thank you jake my pleasure pleasure something this simple should be easy to say Just give me my chance and I will be on my way But I keep tensing up with every step that I take So I'll just, I'll just have to wait I've got no more to lose no time on my side I don't want to know who Just why you lie But I can't read the signs And I don't know who to play So I'll just I'll just have to wait But now, hey, little darling There's no need to feel so blue We're both here, little darling Won't you hold me like you used to If you just hold on for now Then you'll find there was no reason 
Just have to wait 